Hello, everyone. I'm Dom. Welcome to All Around Me podcast, a project of UFLS students, where we hold some small discussions and sharings on self-development, daily life stories, and IELTS speaking ideas. Hope you have a nice time with us. Today is a very special episode because I'm not going to have a normal discussion with other. Uh, members in my team, uh, like we usually do, but instead we invited a very special guest, and uh, I'm here with our distinguished guest, and her name is Ngoc An. She is 20 years old and now studying abroad in Korea. Um, so, as you can see from our fan page, uh, she is an excellent student and got a full scholarship. Um, and such a young and talented student, isn't it? And uh, so today we're here to talk about her life in a different country, and uh, listen to her stories of applying for a scholarship, as well as some difficulties she might face while studying in Korea. So now, welcome, Ngoc An. Hi. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. We're so happy, so delighted to have you on our show. So, can you introduce a little bit about yourself, uh, probably your major or your school, so that our audience could get to know you? Yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. Hello, listeners from AM Postcards. My name is Ngoc Ang. My friends here often call me Minyoung or Ann. I'm a sophomore at Sogang University, which is located at Mapogo, the heart of Seoul. I major in media entertainment and double major in art and technology. Mm, that's interesting. Media and entertainment, right? So you must like uh, working in the entertainment industry in the future, would you? Yes, I find creating entertainment content very interesting, and I think if I can be a producer for a variety show in the future, that would be a lot of fun. Nice. So. Uh... Um, so I think uh, many of our audience would love to know more about you in real life. Maybe it's about your personality. So, for example, if you had uh, to describe yourself in three words, what would those words be? Three words? Can I choose only one word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. If I have to choose one word, it would be the moon, or in other words, romantic, constant, and alone. Mm -hmm. The moon is romantic. That's undeniable, right? I would admit that I am myself a romantic person and love to watch romantic dramas or read <laughs> romance novels. I even feel happier when seeing people around me in a happy and healthy romantic relationship. Nice. And about the word constant, it means I am quite consistent with the things I do. And I will be the one that many of my friends come to when they need advice. So I think I'm kind of reliable. And lastly, alone. I would say that I spend a lot of time alone and being alone makes me happy. Being alone here doesn't mean being lonely, but uh, rather spending time to heal and reflect on yourself. And I think that alone time is essential for each of us. So uh, do you consider yourself a, you know, an introvert? I wouldn't say I'm totally an introvert, but rather something in between. Sometimes I can be. So, an, so I think that is the word ambivert. You know, uh, someone oh. who is sometimes a little yeah, bit yeah, extrovert yeah. and sometimes exactly. like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they love spending time uh, 
in the solitude and they love to explore themselves um, yeah. nice and i think spending you know a lot of the, uh, me time doing the things that we all enjoy and uh, have a chance to reflect uh, on ourselves by uh, writing journals diary or just going to the nature that would be amazing so um um so now we move to the topic studying abroad as you you are the uh, international student who's studying in korea at sogan university one of the most wonderful uh, university in Korea. So I'm sure that our audience are very fascinated um, in, in your study and your life around your studying. So um, I think uh, they would uh, also feel curious, including myself. Why did you choose, uh, let's say, Korea to study, but not other English speaking countries? Is it because you're in love with this country or its culture or because you're very good at Korean or any other reason? Mm, the main reason why I chose Korea is because I love the Korean culture and Korean variety shows. As I said, I want to be a producer in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, I love many shows, especially the one called Running Man. Wow. I'm pretty sure that yeah, many young Vietnamese people are also fans of this show. And I was once a fan of the whole K-pop too. And moreover, I have had the chance to watch Korean content since I was 12. So I thought Korean would uh, somehow suit me than more than other English speaking countries. So yeah, as I can guess, you are a big Korean language lover since you were maybe in secondary school, right? As uh, I, I heard from your story. Um, so um, you also mentioned Running Man too. So after uh, watching uh, the show, I think that people, uh, you know, feel really relaxed and excited about that. Um, so um, let's move on to another question. Um, some audience uh, wonder that when you first came to Korea, how was everything? Uh, how, how did you see things uh, through your lens when you first land in Korea? And did you feel excited because it seemed like everything was totally new to you or something else? Okay. It's a pity that I was not that excited because of the pandemic situation. However, I did feel happy having a chance to explore new things, you know, when first coming to Korea. But in contrast to being totally new to that culture, actually Korea is my comfort zone. I would say since I was already familiar with the Korean culture and could also speak Korean language at that time, so I was just quite overwhelmed and also experienced the COVID flu. Yeah, just mentioning the, the COVID, everyone yeah. was really frustrated at the time of the pandemic. Um, so I'm sure that not only in the pandemic, but the whole journey of uh, moving to a foreign country, especially before that you spent most of your time here in Vietnam, you were born and raised here in Vietnam. So. Um, did you encounter any difficulties while you first came to Korea? Uh, maybe in terms of language barriers, culture shock. Um, how was the about food as well? Yeah, I, I may be curious. Oh, okay, yeah. Luckily, as you know, there was no culture shock for me. The food is super delicious, as you may see mm -hmm. on the Korean shows. And I think since Korean food is actually quite popular in Vietnam, and the, the main staple food is also rice, so it was oh good for me however the difficulties of not me but i think all students starting abroad is finding a house and as mm -hmm. just being 
uh, myself to a new education environment, I actually had quite a hard time figuring out how the cost res uh, registration system of my school works. Yeah, that's so how, how do you get uh, support or how can you find more information that can support your studying while you study at uh, Sogan University? Uh, okay, uh, my school actually have a team of the mentors for foreign mm -hmm. students. So I think that really good for the student, for the new student that first mm -hmm. come to Sogan and don't know what to do about registers courses mm -hmm. or like do the paperwork. Yes. Yeah, nice. So, uh, in general, Sogan, I imagine that is a big university. So, do you have any kind of like, uh, you know, a Vietnamese community uh, in terms of uh, Vietnamese students? Maybe it's studying in the same school or in the same, you know, district or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would say that that's a big Vietnamese students community in, in Korea and then for each university there will be a small community mm. and I think the good thing is we are Vietnamese and we speak the same language and that will be much easier for us to mm. communicate and then to talk about the problems that we may face during the life and studying in Korea so I think this smaller community can be a really uh, uh, support me really yeah many in my daily life yeah it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like a suggestion that if we just like move abroad and if we just study in an international major or something like that, we need to integrate into the international environment um, and uh, spend less time with Vietnamese people. But I think in case that we have something we'd like to share, our mother tongue would be the best, you know, media of communication. Yeah, right. So I think it would yeah, support you maybe physically and mentally. So um, talking about, you know, the cost of living in uh, Seoul, in, in Korea in general. So is it uh, expensive or reasonable in, in your case? Uh, and do you need uh, to work part time to pay for your living expenses or university tuition? And what kinds of jobs do you do if you have? Okay. I wouldn't say it is reasonable. <laughs> As you may know, Seoul is one of the most expensive cities in the world. Mm -hmm. However, thanks to my scholarship, I have more time to focus on my studies and only do the part-time jobs to pay for my living expenses. I have tried doing several part-time jobs, including deep washing and helping at the kitchen also. But right now, I'm going part-time as a web assistant and a freelance writer for a website for foreigners in Korea. Wow, that's that's amazing. And I think it can support your skills um, and, and your major that you're studying at your university. Um, so, um, oh, and especially uh, from right from the, the beginning of our episode, I have already introduced you that you have uh, successfully received a full tuition scholarship from Korea. And so can you share with us more about it? Because I think that many of our audience would love to study abroad in Korea and also uh, in search for scholarship. Uh, yeah, I actually applied for the scholarship through the help of a center called Edulai. They helped me with almost all the papers, but I had to complete their personal statement and study plan myself. I already had IELTS, so I didn't have to submit the topic or the Korean language certification at that time. But after knowing the scholarship result in May 
2019 and completing the high school graduation exam in June. I started to learn topic and got a topic five in December. Wow. But I still had a chance to learn more Korean language after coming to Korea since two semester of three Korean language courses are included in my scholarship. And I think, yeah, that's good. Wow, that that is am amazing. And I think, you know, the process of uh, a scholarship application, it takes a lot of time, effort, dedication, and also our interests. And overall, it sounds really amazing and congrats you for that achievement. Uh, and I think our audience would also love to maybe hear a little bit of your Korean as you introduce, you have topic five and it's also a very, you know, uh, a huge accomplishment. So could you introduce a little bit about yourself in Korean? Uh, well, let's say your name, where you're from, your school and where do you live now? Okay, yeah, so I will start. <laughs> Everyone is ready. Okay. <웃음> 안녕하세요. 베트남에서 온 민영이라고 합니다. 서강대 유학형 학생이고 지금 서울에 살고 있습니다. Yeah, that's it. <웃음> okay, it's, it's very short, but maybe I, I can rarely understand what you're saying, but it sounds amazing. You sound like a native Korean. <웃음> um, so I think after listening to this podcast, also many people will developed an interest for Korean and uh, uh, maybe uh, to get to know more about Korean culture as well. Um, so, um, so as you might, as we all can see that uh, since the time that you applied for scholarship and then you, you, um, you know, entered a completely new foreign country. Um, and I think I, uh, you have to manage a lot of things in your life, including uh, your uh, living environment and as well as your study. So how do you balance them all, all aspects of your life? I have actually been struggling to balance these things recently, but I do have some tips for this. I will, for example, I will write things to do for one whole week, just simple notes to check whether they are done or not. Mm -hmm. And then I try to complete my assignments and reports as soon as possible because if I started to procrastinate, that would take like forever. <laughs> and studying is still my priority. So I spend time working on weekends in terms of uh, relationships. To be honest, I'm making efforts to balance all my relationships with friends back home in Vietnam and friends that I meet, met here in Korea. But after all, I found out one thing that sometimes you don't need to care so much about how to keep your friends or to keep your beloved ones away beside you. But the most important thing is the people who care about you and love you will stay by your side no matter what. So what you have to do is treat them sincerely with all your heart and listen to them whenever you can. Wow, that sounds amazing. And it seems that you have to not only uh, manage your study, but also you care a lot about your relationship with your close one. Um, so um, do you keep in close contact with your family since you moved abroad and how you can, you know, tighten the bond? Uh, maybe you, you will miss, uh, miss them. And how do you manage that emotionally? Uh, I think maybe... Thanks to the technology right now, I can video call with them so I can actually see their faces, not in real life, but actually through the screen is enough for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped me so much. And just looking at their smile will, will make me feel that coming to Korea is just fine because I'm like starting and working for my future and then right. I can go back to Vietnam. Yeah, so they really support me real, real much. Okay. 
So uh, do you have any uh, uh, specific future plan of returning to Vietnam to uh, work or do you have any other, you know, further plan to continue your higher education or something like that? I actually not really thinking about that yet, but if I can, I think I will do the internship in Korea for about like one or two years and then I'll come back to Vietnam and yeah. I don't think about that much, but I think I will come back to Vietnam. Some, sometimes the future is uncertain, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, just uh, enjoy this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, as you as you uh, mentioned that you have been living uh, in Korea for nearly two years, right? Uh, okay. So you must have lots of fond experiences or moments with your friends, or uh, they could be re- uh, some someone who who related to your life, uh, your studies, or your work. So can you share with us some funny or happy experiences or any experiences that you still uh, vividly remember? Mm, there are a lot of things that I want to share, but maybe the things that I will remember after many years in Korea will be cycling with my friends and watching the cherry blossom in the spring. Nice. I also remember that were nice when we talk about life while looking over the Han River. Last year, since I couldn't come back, so eating hot pot with my Vietnamese friends during the Tet holidays, it was so an unforgettable memory. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also the first time seeing snow and going outside in the middle of the night just to make a snowman. I, would, I, I also would love to see snow. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that the, the weather is a, is a huge problem for some people when they move to uh, Korea. And how is it for you? Some of is my it friends... really cold? Yeah, some of my friends really don't like the cold weather in the winter in Korea, but I kind of like the cold weather, so I think the Korean winters is really for me. So it's okay, okay, you can tolerate it. Um, yeah. So nice. So uh, overall, it's, it's like a really wonderful journey, and, and I'm sure that you are experiencing a lot of amazing things in your life. Sometimes it's a bit weird or something like that, but but in general, you are enjoying uh, your personal life in Korea. So if if you had to give one advice to a person who would love to go to Korea or who would love to apply for a scholarship like you, a full tuition scholarship, what would you like to suggest them to do or plan? Okay, I think... The only thing that you have to remember when you want to come, not only Korea, but any other foreign countries, mm-hmm. is to start as early as you can. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Korea right now, you should start to learn Korean language or maybe uh, watch some Korean films to explore about the Korean culture before coming to Korea. Yeah, something like that, because starting all these is always the best thing. Nice. Okay. So um, overall, it's, it's, it was amazing to have a conversation with you. And I'm sure that our audience uh, did have a really nice time listening to your story. And they also can uh, listen to some of your experiences in uh, uh, Korea. Um, so I think uh, the, the time is limited. Um, so our episode has, you know, already long enough. Um, so um, I think it, it It was really amazing to have you on our show. Um, So, uh, uh, okay, just say (laughs) thank you for having me. Goodbye. Goodbye.